In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 1 through 6, where I'll ask the question, what is God's promise to Israel? Deuteronomy 30, verses 1 through 6 says, And when all these things come upon you, the blessing and the curse, which I have set before you, and you call them to mind among the nations where the Lord your God has driven you, and return to the Lord your God and your children, and obey his voice in all that I command you today, with all your heart and with all your soul, then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you. And he will gather you again from all the peoples where the Lord your God has scattered you. If your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will take you. And the Lord your God will bring you into the land that your fathers possessed, that you may possess it. And he will make you more prosperous and numerous than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring, so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. Deuteronomy is the second telling of the law, and Moses gives it to the people of Israel as they're getting ready to go into the promised land. And here in chapter 30, what Moses is doing is prophetic in nature. He is telling them what is going to happen in the future. And what's going to happen is that there's going to be this great fall, but there's going to be this great restoration that comes after it, where the Lord will show that he is always faithful, even when his people are not. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 1 through 6, answering the question, what is God's promise to Israel? Thought number one, punishment. This is a great promise, right? You love this promise. This is the promise that God is going to punish his people. And when he says he's going to punish them, what he means is that he's going to deliver upon them all of the curses that they have been promised if they were unfaithful. Moses says to the people of Israel that this is going to happen. They are going to experience the punishment that is due to them for their rebellion against God. This should come a little startling to us because many of us think, well, if they would have just done something different, if they would have just been obedient, then they wouldn't have experienced all the curses. And maybe that's true, but we already know that they were disobedient. And at this point in time, when the Lord through Moses, is delivering the law again as they're entering into the promised land, already knows that they are not going to obey the law. They are not going to be faithful to the covenant that they are making. But the Lord will be faithful. He will be faithful to deliver the punishment, and he'll be faithful to deliver the restoration. Thought number two, restoration. God promises a restoration. So, after this great punishment happens and this great exile takes place, where the people of Israel are scattered all throughout the world, the Lord promises a restoration. He promises that he is going to bring them back. And if you've been reading through the Bible with me, you know that he fulfills this great promise of restoring the people of Israel. That the exile only lasts for a set number of years. That ultimately the people of Israel are able to go back into the promised land, that they occupy it again, that the land of their forefathers becomes theirs once more. This is the great restoration that takes place, and it's the very picture of what the Lord does with his people, that when they sin, he punishes them, but ultimately he is working toward their restoration, and he's bringing about their restoration 
so that he can demonstrate his own characteristics, his own kindness and mercy and love and forgiving nature among his people. Thought number three, greater blessing. Not only does the Lord promise that there's going to be a punishment and that there's going to be a restoration, but he also promises that there's going to be an even greater blessing for the people of Israel, an even greater blessing than they had already experienced in going into the promised land and then being restored to the promised land. They're going to be in even better shape than the folks that the Lord delivered into the promised land in the first place. And here is the greater blessing. Here's the great blessing that the Lord provides. He, through Israel, brings about the redemption of all types of people through his son, Christ Jesus. The greater blessing that is ultimately delivered through the people of Israel is Christ coming into the world, of Christ establishing his everlasting kingdom on earth, of Christ receiving all authority in heaven and on earth, and him wielding it. This is the great beauty of God's plan through the people of Israel, that ultimately the greatest blessing of all will come through them. That this chosen people, this people who are stiff-necked and rebellious, that the Lord restores, that these are the people through whom Christ will enter the world and by whom we will know precisely what God is doing for his people. God's promise to Israel is this wondrous fact that through them, all the nations of the world will be blessed. And if you are in Christ, you have experienced this great blessing. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Deuteronomy chapters 29 through 31. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.